see Lizzie's egg, XL Pal. When my friend Lizzie was a child, he thought that living on a farm was the coolest thing in the world. He was lucky in that respect, because he did a lot of childhood with his childhood on the farm. He lived there with his mum and dad and brothers and sisters, and his grandmother too. It was a wonderful life. Lizzie would get up just as the sun was peering over the horizon and go down to the milking, where the cows were lined up waiting to go into their stalls. He could smell that lovely mixture of warm cows and hay and milk, fresh dung, cow dung. He would drink milk that came straight from the cow and eggs for breakfast that he just found in the hen house. It was all bliss. But best of all were the chickens. Lizzie adored the chickens. Chickens, of course, are birds. The birds are particular things, perhaps because they descended from two-legged dinosaurs, like the raptor or the Trantoraurus rex. Of course, birds have shrunk a bit since the days of dinosaurs. But in the other ways, they have a lot in common. Take their thin, scurly legs and the hot claws of their toes. Even their feathers are a bit weird. I mean, they seem soft enough. In fact, they're tough and shiny. That's where the really bizarre thing that happened to the bird's mouth. Creepy. If birds are still two metres tall, we'd be terrified of them. Instead of thinking how pretty and cute they are with their fluffy feathers, imagine a crow in a garden or a pigeon, a sheep towering above you with a beak as long as a carving knife. The other odd thing about birds is their eyes. Birds look as you look as if they're staring all the time. This is because they don't have a proper eyelids. And they don't blink in the way we do. They don't have nice droopy bits of a fringe of eyelashes that hangs over their eye and makes other animals look, look like dogs and sheep and cows and even elephants. Look almost human. Birds just well stare. Chickens and geese look especially odd because their eyes are often bright blue or green or golden brown just like ours but they don't blink all that happens is they just that every now and again a filmy bit of skin flashes sideways across the eye to keep it clean they're not blinking if you are if you ask me Nizzy luck he loved the chick- those chickens, though. He loved everything about them, from the way they scraped the food and dirt, the way they fluffed their feathers when he sat in the hen house at night. He loved the nervous little noises that made them any that anyone came too near. I don't know. Didn't know Nizzy when he was a child, but I can imagine he was like he was like. Now he's grown up. He's tall and gentle, with a soft, gentle voice, musical voice. When he was a child, I expect, he's small and gentle. His voice could have smoothed the chickens and made them feel safe. I expect he used to crouch down and talk to them, and watch the way they cocked their heads, and listen, staring at him, and slightly shaking those, those strange, fleshy red crests on their heads. All the children in Nizzy's family had little jobs to do on the farm, like bringing in the milk, or feeding the pigs and the goats. Nizzy had a special job which was a perfect for him. It was to go out in the bar- with a basket every morning and collect the eggs and the chickens and laid. He would go round the barns and the houses, looking carefully at every pile of straw, in every box, in every corner. Chickens would nest 
just about anywhere. You have to have sharp eyes to spot all the eggs. Lizzie was good at finding eggs. He knew all the likely places. You know, one, there was one chicken who insisted on laying in the cow shed, right under the cow's feet, which meant she spent an awful lot of time squawking furiously. The cows as in ambled around. It also meant her eggs often got smashed, but she never seemed to learn. There's that other hen who regularly laid her egg under an old horse trough at the bottom of the field. Horse trough was full of stinky green water, and toes lived under there, which the chickens always used to talk to, but never answered back. On this morning, on his morning rounds, Dizzy would gather all the eggs up carefully and put them in his basket. And when there were no more eggs to collect, he took the basket back to the house. Then every morning, he sat down with Granny for a fine breakfast of soft boiled eggs and toasted soldiers. Soldiers, they always had two eggs each. Dizzy was very happy with his chickens and the egg collecting, but somehow it wasn't quite enough. He felt there was something missing, and something was a cockle. Dizzy desperately wanted a cockle. He longed to see one strutting around the farmyard and showing off his fine feathers as he pleaded with his grandmother, who was in charge of the chickens. Oh, go on, Granny. It couldn't be any trouble. I'll look after him. You can't have a cockerel, said the Granny. You'll make too much noise. You'll crow right at the dark of dawn. You'll be able to hear them in Bradford. But we'll get up at the crack of dawn anyway. There isn't anyone else at all, so please, please, please. It's so beautiful. Anyway, you told me once that chickens don't fight so much. If there's a cock around, you'll probably lay more eggs. Please. I'll think about it, said Granny shortly. Her wrinkled face didn't give much away, and Lizzie gave her arguing. As it happened, his mother promised to think about it. It isn't like a soft soap to shut Lizzie up. She did think about it. And eventually decided Nizzy did deserve a cockerel. He was so good about those with those chickens and never missed a day's collecting. A farmer next door had an ancient bantam cockerel that he wanted to get rid of. In truth, he didn't expect it to live much longer. He gave it him to Nizzy. Bantams are small chickens, so the cockerel was smaller than many of the chickens in the farmyard. But it didn't stop it bossing the chickens around. Cockles are incredibly bossy. And this one was also vicious. He had stabbed me in the hand. We dared to think, try to feed him. I would charge furiously at any visitors that wanted to enter the farmyard. Even Izzy, with his gentle voice, couldn't tame him. Everyone else in the family thought the cockle was a big, fat nuisance. Izzy didn't care. He was so proud. He called the cockle Cocky, which just about summed him up. Despite his age, Cocky was utterly beautiful. He seemed to know it. He, he had every colour of the rainbow, his feathers, and marched up and down, keeping the fetch chickens under control, and using a terrible noise. One particular morning, Nizzy went off before breakfast to collect the eggs, as usual. He found a chicken sitting in a place he never spotted before. He was tucked, she was tucked away, almost at the sight of the corner of the barn, right behind a large frame of an old rusty bit of machinery. Then anybody, but nobody used any more. What are you doing there? said Nancy. The chicken glared at him suspiciously, but didn't budge. Her head twitched ever so slightly. I'll come and get you, you know, said Nizzy kindly, and began to wriggle under rusty machine in his stomach, 
The chicken wasn't happy. I made angry morning noises. Bah, bah, bah. They won't hurt you, said Izzy. He was starting to wonder if he might be the one to get hurt. There wasn't much room under there. He was feeling a bit squashed. Being edged closer, the agitated chicken hopped off the nest and backed away, and Izzy saw the eggs. Then he forgot all about him, all about himself suddenly. There were loads of eggs, so many that Lizzie quickly lost count. He was very pleased with himself to find in such a hall. He put them one by one in his basket. It took ages because he could hardly move under the big rusty whatever it was. The chicken hovered nearby, making a terrible fuss. They were still complaining. Bow, 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 bow. Then Lizzie was well on his way to the farmhouse for breakfast. Then, as usual, he washed his hands, laid the breakfast table, while his granny put four eggs on the boil, and made toast and buttered it, and cut it in the shoulders, ready for the marvellous moment, when Nizzy would drink, dunk it into his egg. How are you, how are you doing, granny? said Nizzy, the rummage in the cutlery door. Mm, said granny. Granny was lady a few words when she finished, and Nizzy just filled the fences herself. Oh, good, he said. Listen, you won't believe where I found the chickens today. Hmm, said Granny. She, she was unresponsive sometimes. It would be like talking to the toads, but Lizzie didn't mind. She's right under that old rusty thingamabob in the barn, right in the back. Harrower, said Granny. What? A harrower? That's what it's called. What's a harrower? A thing in the barn, said the Granny, ending its explanation. Lizzie gave up and went back to his tale about the chicken. She didn't like it when I came for her. She had so many eggs. Didn't you see them all, Granny? Lizzie chattered on as he put the egg cups where decorated pictures of fluffy chickens on the table. And when Lizzie sat down to the breakfast, the eggs were ready. First of all, he tapped the top of it with the back of his spoon and then picked off the pieces of shell. He'd blown on his fingers every now and again because the egg was hot. Then he took the spoonful of egg and popped it in his mouth and pushed the toasted finger into his egg. But there were two things that were a bit strange. Firstly, Nizzy could feel something hard and chewy in his mouth, like a bit of stale toast. He hadn't eaten any toast, though. What was it? Not eggshell. It was a crunch enough. Then Nizzy looked at the third toast finger. He just pulled out of his fig. The end of the toast finger was red. Funny, thought Nizzy. I've seen yolks of nearly orange, but never a red one. He turned to look, take another spoonful out of the top of the egg. He felt the, he thought he felt the spoon hit something hard. In the middle of the egg, he looked down into the egg. He saw the most dreadful thing. It was an eye. The eye stared at him from inside the egg. He didn't blink. He looked at him accusingly. And as he realised the horror, the eggs he collected from the chicken in the barn had been nearly ready to hatch. He had soft-boiled a chicken for bre- chick for breakfast. Need to say, Nizzy had never eaten an egg in his another egg in his life, whether boiled, scrambled, poached, or even an omelette.